Women's Power to Heal, Mother Earth I am Maya, to worry. Echoing the words of the Atharva Veda, May the wind blow us joy, may the sun shine joy upon us, may our days pass with joy, may the night be a gift of joyful ease and peace. May the dawn bring us joy at its coming. I come to you with a message of peace and joy and grace of the Divine Mother for these holidays ahead of us. It's always been a challenging time for family in the era of commercialization of the many sacred retreat times that are auspicious but nonetheless overrun by ideas that take us away from the source of joy and bring instead fatigue, difficulty, stress, financial stress and emotional weariness. I remember it was at this time in 1998 that I first introduced the Mother O Mission in Queens, New York, and then in the South Bronx and North Bronx, for the dispensation of Ayurveda to the at-risk communities. MOM, for short, for the Mother O Mission, is a free service that has been around now for almost a quarter century, 24 years later. We've conducted thousands of yoga classes, Ayurveda nutrition classes, women's health care, Vedic chanting, and other works, and especially for children, the work of play yoga, which I created and designed, along with the other education of Wise Earth Ayurveda, which we've used so freely, so generously, in the areas of New York inner cities that need the inspiration and the wisdom to get past the manifold layers of diseases and despair that these communities endure. At the start of the mission, I remember so many years later in the Queens, New York community, I saw many faces in women and children in particular we held weekend camps where I visited with each and every family that would come to the mission and help them in any way that I could, along with my team of instructors, volunteers whom I trained to continue to do the work of the mission in these areas. We offered what we call in the Vedas the open-handed principle of dana, a generosity that we are apt to share with each other as human beings and have witnessed so many what we would call miracles but what we would say is normalcy for when we extend and expand our hearts and open grace and wisdom to those in need. This grace of open-hearted dana or generosity served us manyfold over especially those who were the volunteers and instructors for this work, 
who had all themselves endured many difficult health challenges and became free of it over a period of time as they disseminated this work and served these communities. It reminds me that when we align our lives like the plant, the life of a plant that emulates the freedom of the forest, that emulates the roots of its ancestors, that emulates selfless acts of giving, that we ourselves can deliver such sacred action in giving of ourselves, whatever it is that we have to give, and it is not necessarily money. These charitable acts between ourselves keep us as a sentient living form of humanity, without which we cannot, any one of us, including the monks, we cannot survive without the camaraderie and the support and the intermingling with each other. It is devastating when we witness isolation. Sometimes we are forced into it by disease or being targeted. Sometimes we have no choice and must succumb to whatever the circumstances are. But I hope and pray at this holiday season that we never, any one of us, have to endure isolation for too long because it is not a principle that is designed in the genetic DNA of the mitochondrial DNA of the woman and the feminine Shakti species, or is it in any of the nucleus of the male as well. We are not unlike the incredible species of animals that herd together and live together. We are different in that we are sentient beings that we have the power of will, the power to reflect, the power to change and transform, and the power of choice. But as I said, in the increasingly pressured world that we are growing into, sometimes the power of choice is ripped away from us, savagely taken by those who consider themselves well, I don't know what they consider themselves to be, but these perpetrators and the people who tend to control the world and others. The frightful group of blown out egos that take control of our communities and our world at times. These people also deserve our empathy, although much of the time it is difficult to grant them the prayer that they so desperately need. But what I discovered in doing the charitable work of the Mother Omission over so many years is that if ever we had the kindness to bring such people into the fold, and we did, we had many different, as I said, manifold layers of pathology in these communities, we had men who beat up on their wives. We had men who violated their children. We had uh, women with many layers of diseases and so many things that people grow weary and guilty and feel guilty about their state of affairs. But when we all came together, it was an immense blessing for each other. 
we're here to bless each other. I remember this so clearly at this particular event of the holidays, Christmas coming up, and so many other holidays that we have passed. But the year-end holiday is always a very primordial set of emotions and feelings because it is the vast opening of our world, our earth, that can bring forth so much grace. And we ought to be careful and walk through it gingerly so as not to have this grace be completely ripped away from from us. But let me get back to the point. We are here to bless each other. I have discovered this a thousand times over in the service of my work. And I just wanted to share this incredible feeling, which is when in its open-hearted state, an awesome thing to be, to remember, to occupy the space of our own humanity within ourselves. Since the pandemic, the in-person work, the teachers and volunteers, instructor volunteers, have not made many appearances on site because people are concerned about physical contact. But they have continued to serve via the internet and the, and the work of the phone and etc. And I hope that very soon we'll be able to get back to servicing these communities in person so that we can again continue to grow in leaps and bounds the service of the Mother O Mission work. So as I get back to Dana Mudra today, Dana Mudra is the, there is a specific hand formation, just like when we pray, we have our hands in a certain posture. The Dana Mudra, or the hand posture for giving, is a primary practice for us to do through the, throughout this season. And more importantly, to give not only to those in need, but to those who trespass against us those whom we feel may be our toxic enemies, those who have brought pain and misery to our lives. It isn't even a question of forgiving. It's a question of being in that open-handed dana mudra so that all can heal and all can move on in 